Alright, let's get this underway. What, what am I talking about? If I can just trust one more person, Empty Stats Podcast. He's top five all time, Walt. If you're looking for a review of the game, you're not going to get it here. Righto, I'll just go fuck myself then. That tampers his legacy. He carried an absolute bunch of scrubs. Oh, he's tall. Let's draft him. Just an uh, absolutely horrible first take. The emptiest of stats possible. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first official episode of the Empty Stats Podcast. I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited. We're here to talk about the NBA season. You would have heard the intro. We don't do reviews, but apparently we do do previews. So we're doing the preview of the NBA season as a whole. Your co-host, Michael Walter, here with a couple of blokes who know a bit about previews. They uh, like to... Check the little preview window of some videos before they just dive into that particular content. So, Vinny Heil and Andrew Kidd, first episode, boys, of the Empty Stats podcast. How are we feeling? Yeah, looking forward to it, Walt. Pleasure to be here. I like to think I know a fair bit about basketball, so let's uh, give it a fair crack and uh, we'll find out how much I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah, and um, thanks for having me, Walt. Uh, very excited to be here with you and Kitty. Like I said, very familiar with the previews. I usually don't make it past the previews. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, watch 20, just watch 20 previews. That's all you need. Uh, I hope that the thumbnail for this particular uh, episode will be as interesting as some of the thumbnails you boys have clicked on in the past. So uh, <laughs> let's get into it. I mean, today we're going to be just going over your pretty stock standard NBA preview, covering the whole season, what we, uh, what narratives we think are going to be most interesting and in our and our picks for the year. But I think before we get into the actual picks of you know MVP, champion, all that, what uh, what narratives are we most looking forward to following. There's been a few in the preseason that have been pretty right in the uh, the meme game and the media. Uh, what what boys are you looking at most closely heading into the start of the season? For me, the most interesting narrative this year is similar to other years gone past. There's been some really good players going through this same narrative, but which young NBA stud will be the next person to fuck Kendall Jenner? <laughs> Josh Giddy, I reckon. He's getting the oh. Timothy Charlemagne or uh, comparisons already. <laughs> oh, He's got a few uh, daddy daddy Giddy comments on his posts. He's got a few th- uh, Insta thoughts on his co- um, sliding into the DMs. I hear. So I mean, he's I a think he's a unit. Well, he's he's got a he's got a weird kind of look about not a weird kind of look about him, but <laughs> he's got a pretty sharp jawline. I think, um, which uh, the ladies tend to find uh, pretty attractive. So look at. Uh, Oh, you know, she, she, he might be a little bit too light-skinned for, you know, your Kylie Jenner or whatever her name is. Kendall Jenner, is it? But, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> God. Oh, so you're, you're starting a podcast, aren't you? Uh, yeah, 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 we are. Oh, what, what are you going to talk about? Oh, we're just a sports podcast that uh, talks about uh, blokes, strong jaws. Uh, so that's that's a, it's a cracking start for us. Uh, that's a good question though. I think Devin Booker's got a got a cuffed at the moment. I think he's a bit more worried about that than than making shots in the finals. So we need to see where he ends up with this. But she does she does move along pretty quickly. They uh, often do the Kendall Jenner starting five, and it's it's a formidable lineup straight Hall through from from point point guard all the way through to center. Tick, she ticks the boxes, and she's got a good fantasy league going. Um, so that's a, that's that's not a bad one uh, for, for me. I'm not as creative as that, purely following the Ben Simmons timeline at the moment. It's memeable to the point that I want to kill myself. All the all the basketball-eccentric pages, all they do is post about Ben Simmons all day, every day. I, I think like people like Jalen Rose and like Woj and whatnot or 
Bayless or whoever the fuck these guys are. They must just walk into the studio every day and they're like, "Hey, hey, what 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 are we talking about today, guys?" And it's like, "Oh, we got we got Ben Simmons and Kyrie again." Yep, awesome, good, thank you, love that. And then they just make their fucking four million dollars a year or whatever. They're just talking about the same shit. And one one point, I guess I'm I'm sick of it. I don't really know what I'm saying, but uh, also ready to follow it. So yeah, make make well, what Doc you call Rivers that. said it today. Um, I think someone asked him in the press conference if um you know when he expects Ben to be out on the track and blah blah blah, and he goes, well, I heard today that he's um had his COVID test from Woj, so I might just call up Woj and ask because I think he seems to know a little bit more than me. <laughs> So I think that must be camping outside his bloody house or whatever he's got going on in Philadelphia at the moment. Yeah, it's a pretty crazy storyline. And I guess there's a saying with Kyrie, and that's probably the one, you know, I'm most interested in. Um, I do like Brooklyn. I do like KD. And I'd, I don't actually mind if Kyrie doesn't play because I feel like KD just can go full beast mode, just put it on, put the team on his back. Obviously, he's got James Harden there as well, but I feel like it's a little bit more KD's team. But yeah, I mean, it's an intriguing thing with Kyrie, especially now that the Nets have come out and pretty much said that he can't play at all, so or that they won't have him play until he's eligible, which essentially means he needs to be vaccinated. So. Whether they're paying him, whether they're not, is not yet to be seen as well. So I don't mind that stance by Brooklyn. It's pretty ballsy. It's going to be interesting to follow and um, see how, how much Kyrie actually wants to stand by his uh, ideals, I guess you'd call them. KD has to be sick to his stomach, doesn't he? Like he's just oh, done everything he can. He's moved from Golden State to team up specifically with Kyrie. Like this is before Harden got there, and this is what he has to deal with. I mean, far out. You just, you just have to be crook. Yeah, I think he'd be, he'd be obviously be crook, but less so because he's already got those championships. But I know he wants a couple more just to solidify the legacy a little bit more. And, and if anything, if they do win this championship this year without Kyrie. It's probably a better look for KD legacy-wise, which he's he's so worried about all the time, probably with his 25 burner accounts. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. And um, yeah, of, of course, they're a, they're a favorite for the the championship, which we'll get to a little bit a little bit further on as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's probably a good good chance to move into our uh, to our picks for the year. I mean, first we'll do championship last, I guess. But let's let's go with MVP. We had fuck. Who did we have last year? Oh, we had Jokic last year, mate. Yeah, the, sorry, they, the player they that actually played every single game yeah. as an all-star. Very forgettable. It was <laughs> fucking yeah. boring. Oh, forgettable, how forgettable yeah. it was. Of, uh, yeah, they just gave it to the most durable athlete. So Jokic, Jokic just got up there. Uh, Giannis, the years preceding. So a big international flavor. And I don't know, boys, have we got more international players coming or are we thinking America is going to take the crown back? Did you did you see when all the GMs did their pick for MVP this year? Not one person selected Jokic, so that just shows you. It's just like racist. the only one left. Uh, racist. <laughs> <laughs> they all do like their top ten list too. Like you They're know, select- players in the NBA, and I don't think Jokic like cracked any top sevens. Like I'm just like fuck. What was last year? What is this shit? Yeah, They're all selected KD, wasn't it? Seventy-seven percent. I mean, oh no, that's yeah, the that's net side. You know, 37% was KD. He'd had to play pretty well, I think, to take over. I I, I think um, Giannis and Curry are probably the main two, and then and then Jokic. Jokic still isn't going to have Jamal Murray. Like, if they get up there in the West, if they're like one or one or two seed in the West and without Jamal Murray all year, and Jokic is pretty much carrying, you can't really uh, argue against him at, at that stage. But I guess we'll, there's a. Well, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, look, KD and Giannis, uh, you've got to put them in as a fair old chance, especially Giannis. Like, he, he's just coming off the 
off, uh, not the off season, the the playoffs last year just went absolutely beast mode. And I feel like Giannis <laughs> has a little bit less of that pressure too now. He's won the championship after they've been pretty successful the, first, the last couple of years and haven't reached that pinnacle. But now they've got that championship. He can kind of just go back to worrying about, you know, not worrying about it, but go back to playing normal basketball with maybe not as much pressure um, and then kind of just play, play his normal game. And, you know, there's obviously Doncic as well who's who's been thrown around in circles and whether he can make it the next kind of jump up. I think he actually has to improve his efficiency a little bit. but And also Dallas has to be more competitive in, in general for, for him to be in the conversation. So Yeah, well, for me as a diehard Philly fan, I can't look past Joel Embiid. He was the MVP last year just didn't get the votes because he didn't play enough games and that's been his only problem throughout his whole career just not getting enough games on the court but I reckon this year it all comes together more durable he'll get those same numbers if not more especially if Simmons isn't playing just watching him play his impact is actually insane he makes his defenders look like children and he's also a beast on defense too so he's a two-way player dominant can do it all can shoot Shot 37% from three last year, 28.5 points per game. He's he's my pick. Yeah, as much as I like being a Philly hater, I, I don't mind that either this year, especially if um, that Kendall Jenner simp uh, is um, <laughs> it, 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 it continues to be a bitch ass. <laughs> he should get he should get a lot of minutes uh, <laughs> and should get a lot of ball as well. So for me, a little bit left field with with my pick. I think I honestly do think James Harden has a real shot at, at taking it. Harden with the step back three, pure. Kevin Durant's more of a uh, a floater, and I mean, if you know my backstory, you know Kevin Durant's probably my favorite player. But uh, in terms of what he does in the regular season, he's just a little bit more passive. And someone like James Harden just runs the stats up. If there's no Kyrie there, he's going to be he's going to be running point. He's going to be scoring heavy. He looks fit. He was had his hamstring injuries last year, but you know heavy points, heavy assists. We'll have the ball in his hands a lot of the time as KD plays off the ball more. And I just think in terms of someone outside of Embiid, Tobias Harris, or Thibel, then I think maybe he could potentially win it. Thibel. <laughs> <laughs> I think Thigh was a sneaky chance to win it. Defensive player of the year, may as well just give it to Thigh now. He's a lock. What was yeah, he in the voting last year, um, Thigh He was he was up. He wasn't he up there, or was he was that he the made def- a, didn't he make he made a defensive, defensive team? Defensive team off like nine minutes a game. No, he's solid yeah, defender. Yeah, so his minutes yeah don't uh, help him in those sort of awards. But if he does get closer to that high twenties, he could be a chance for some defensive player of the year votings. And if he plays every game, then fuck, he might win the MVP. <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> okay not, not not bad for the mvp picks there i mean yeah pretty pretty stock standard rookie of the year i know you guys are huge on the collegiate circuit uh who do we uh who do we think going to take take this one out yeah to be honest i don't know too much about the rookies this year but uh, outside of um obviously giddy so i hate to say the boring. <laughs> very aware of giddy's prowess <laughs> i hate to say the boring <laughs> pick but i am going to try i am going to lock b first and lock in giddy and let, and let you boys try to talk about everyone else. But from what I've seen from him and from when he first got drafted, um, it got some weird looks, I think. It got some weird comments. You know, Americans, they love to hate on things they don't understand. One of those things back in the day was Paul Zingas when, you know, he, he got drafted. He was kind of universally hated by the Knicks fans. And um, he, well, he showed them wrong till he till he friggin' sexually assaulted that chick and, you know, flew out, <laughs> flew out two of his knees and hasn't done it much since. Yeah, he showed them. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, 
But Giddy, uh, especially after that first preseason game, I think he's just got an all good all around game that you know will translate well into receiving um, votes. Like he doesn't rely so much on his scoring, where a lot of these guys coming in initially will, you know, they're playing they. They're penned to be big scorers, but right now they're kind of still developing their game, still developing their size, whatever. Whereas Giddy kind of comes in, some of the passes he's been throwing in preseason, you know, they've, they've been on the highlight reels, he's been rebounding, he's been kind of running the team. And and that OKC as well, I think with him and SGA kind of playing side by side, uh, he's got some good opportunity for some good minutes there. So oh. I think he wasn't much, he wasn't really in the um, GM's GM survey there, but I, I think he's got a good chance. Yeah, well, I personally couldn't give a shit about Rookie of the Year, but I'm 100% going to back you up, Kia Kia, because <laughs> I'm, I'm going for our main, uh, our main man, Timothy Chalamet slash Josh <laughs> myself. Just that strong jawline getting me over. over well, the that's line. it too. You know, you got to get the you got to get the Insta baddies all over him, raising his profile as well. So you know that'll help in the voting. But he'll he'll start. He'll be their starting yeah. small forward. He's well, they're playing point guard, really. I don't know how they're actually going to play it, but he'll start. Nevertheless, their backup for him is going to be Alexi fucking Polka Pikachu. So <laughs> he's going to get plenty of opportunities. So back him in. Uh, Cunningham's the obvious choice, but give well, it to I think Jalen Green's actually the obvious choice. And sorry if you're going to say that, well, but. Who do you think from your no, end? I was, just, I was just going to add that Giddy would have to be as, as long as he plays a few good games early on. I think uh, he'll have a he'll have a song made after him by Jack Harlow really quickly. <laughs> uh, so that'll uh, he, he that'll give him a lot of confidence going forward. But yes, my pick is Ben Simmons. I think he should be able to get. <laughs> uh, no, it is Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Oh, I liked him. He's big point scorer. Houston, quick pace. Yeah, I think there's just going to be no one to uh, take the ball off him. He's going to be a heavy scorer there in Houston. You've got Kevin Porter Jr. there with him. They'll be pushing the pace. And I just don't really see you know, what else they're really meant to do. They're not going to be trying to win. So they may as well try to get some some buckets into Jalen Green. And uh, I don't think his preseason form has been all that strong, but I just, uh, I'm just backing him over over. Cunningham uh, just that's that that's my pick I think Giddy's Giddy's good pick and with a bit of Aussie flavor that is uh, that is nice John Wall is not going to take his shots or minutes John Wall is not going to be playing for Houston so <laughs> I doubt it I doubt it <laughs> um, although yeah John Wall I'm hoping he finds a, a suitor soon now let's go into the uh, East and West champions or com- conference champions so I guess who we think is going to make it make it to the finals I'm just going to jump in so fuck is for the for East I think it's I think it's pretty clearly Philly are going to come out of the East this year it's time it's time always it's time Every every team has to go through their ups and downs. We had the downs of downs, and then we've been up lately. And then last year was just that little a little speed hump. You know how they talk about Bitcoin and just needs to get just over that little ridge, and then it goes to the moon. It's to the fucking moon, boys. And Philly. If anything, you've hit the fucking speed bump, and then the fucking front bump is falling off in Ben Simmons. And now you're trying to keep driving, but the fucking front bumper's stuck under the fucking tires, and you can't fucking go anywhere. 
And he's just uh, he's just checked in for an oil service. So no, we're good. We are good to go. So that, I mean, that's my pick for the east and for the for the west. Oh God, I should have thought about this before I got on the mic. Uh, in the in the west, I'm I'm going to go with Denver. They're gonna they're gonna come out. They're gonna beat. They're okay, gonna wait, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> is not gonna win champion. The MVP. Jamal Murray's gonna come back late. Oh. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is gonna have gonna absolutely skyrocket. Uh, yeah, Sheba well. Inu, and then they're gonna just. Pip the Lakers. Anthony Davis is going to blow out his knee. Uh, having home court advantage uh, at Salt Lake City is going to prove the difference. And then um, Philly. <laughs> <laughs> it could be an ideal matchup for you boys. Jokic versus uh, Embiid. You finally get to see who's better uh, in a seven game in a seven game series. I would like to see that. We don't need I... to see who's better. We know. It's quite <laughs> obvious. I'm going to go for Brooklyn. Brooklyn or Milwaukee, definitely ahead of Philadelphia. Sorry, boys. Brooklyn, just because I'm a fan as well, and I want them to to make it. And then the West, um, it, it's a little bit, it's a little bit more up in the air, I think, because Golden State's kind of returned to form. Um, Lakers, obviously, Denver's are, will be around there. Phoenix still will be up there, but I'm going to go with the Lakers. I reckon Westbrook's, yeah, he's, he can be trash at times, but he's got that fire in him. LeBron, I reckon, has got one or two more good seasons. He, he'll want to make the most of it. And Davis, I think, as long as he doesn't get injured. I mean, he, he probably puts on about a two inches in um, shoulder width per season. I don't know how many friggin' HGH friggin' all bloody <laughs> steroids he's on, but fuck me dead. I saw him in preseason the other day, and he was about two metres wide, so expecting big things. Yeah, I'll probably back you up, even though... Yeah, Philly will probably win it all. Brooklyn, you can't really look past them at the moment. They they might end up winning the East by a fair margin. Their, their team just looks bloody good with or without Kyrie. And in the West, I uh, just don't really care. Um, it's going to be an East championship this year any, any way you look at it. <laughs> I'm um, not so sure I, I, about that. Nah, nah, nah. It's not going to be the Los Angeles Cats, that's for sure. Fucking... 50-year-old. The, the age of them. Yeah, well, that's 100%. They, they looked at the Geelong Cats and they were like, all right, let's 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 get as many old blokes as possible. They did pretty well. They obviously didn't see September. but um, yeah, I guess they did recruit that, Camelo, that, that's the Camelo blueprint, Tre- Trevor Reza, DeAndre. <laughs> Jesus. They might yeah, not yeah. last all season. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're way too old. Even though LeBron is still Lord, he might still just carry them to the finals. As he's done so many times before, maybe the maybe maybe the Jazz finally get it done, just because someone has to. I mean, that didn't change anything. So if if we're looking at at the end of the season, I think Jazz will be number one seed in the West again. Hmm. Whether they can actually win a playoff series, hopefully not, because I don't really like the Jazz. They can fuck off. <laughs> but yeah, I think champs. Tip's got to be on Brooklyn. But if I'm going a real hot take, the stars could align for the Warriors. When Clay comes back, they could just go bang. Yeah, not a, not a bad pick. Yeah, you struggle you struggle to think where people are going to get these hot takes from if they're not here at the Empty Stats podcast. Brooklyn and Lakers, Jesus, Jesus, where where could you find such in depth analysis of the league? Uh, no, no, <laughs> I like it for the champion for myself. I think I'm I'm backing us in Philly. It's it's the year. Yes. It's, it's the year. It's the year of the seventy sixer. Whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> <laughs> what is, what does it mean? Is it like eighteen seventy six? Like a year, like a 
some just kind gang of bang. year. <laughs> just a preferred <laughs> number of participants in a gangbang, you reckon? Yeah. Given the amount of time I've spent following this this club, you'd think I would know, but no, I have genuinely no idea. Maybe it's got something to do with the Liberty Bell, brotherly love. Um, Alan Iverson, I don't know. It could be anything. <laughs> Alan Iverson. <laughs> 76, 76 times bankrupt, Alan Iverson. <laughs> That's only because Reebok won't give his money until he's 50. Well, they smartly didn't give him his money. Otherwise, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have any other option. <laughs> uh, he's actually currently at the moment pleading for a job with the uh, Philadelphia front office. So I do, I do <laughs> like the optics on that, you know. Get get Iverson in and get everyone to practice. Well, there you go. I've just I've just uh, heard word from our producer. The 70, 76, 76. <laughs> thanks, thanks, little Johnny over there. Uh, seventy six is um is from the Declaration of Independence in seventeen seventy six. So there's our Australian uh, knowledge ah. coming through there. Not knowing much about our American I, history. I you wish I didn't close. know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot less sexy. I don't know what I thought it was. So, what are the Adelaide Thirty Sixes then? Don't know. Also, <laughs> little, little Johnny get on. I, did, I just thought people were just throwing out random numbers for professional sporting clubs at that point. But okay, no, Done. all right. I don't mind that. We're, I'm learning something. So, all right. So that's that's everyone's picks. Or oh, Kitty, who did you have for for champion? I, I assume Brooklyn. It, it was Brooklyn. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's our uh, that's our preview for the serious stuff. Now on to even more serious takes i think it'd be good for us to to touch on some squid game analysis with most of us 66 percent of the podcast has seen it so we should (laughs) i don't conform i don't conform to social norms and i don't do the popular thing i go my own way no he doesn't he just chose brooklyn and lakers for the uh, (laughs) east and west West picks so us three have been in our fair share of pickup games training sessions drills of the basketball variety I'm thinking, uh, first off, if, if we were to play a game of horse, and uh, obviously you, you get the letters H-O-R-S-E and you die, who, uh, who are you taking to, to take that out? So to, to be the winner or to be the person I could beat in a game? No, just uh, from an NBA standpoint, who do, you think, who do you think would win that? I don't think you're beating anyone in the NBA at horse, Kitty. <laughs> oh, depends. I'll beat Ben Simmons at turning There's not up. One. There's not one player that you could beat at horse. Ben Simmons from the free throw line, probably. Exactly. <laughs> could be what about, okay, so what's the rules, though? Is there dunking? No, I was, I was about to say, if we're, if we're going to get into the particulars, no dunking, oh. it's, all, it's all shot making. It's all shot making. Oh. Steph Curry, 100%. Absolute dagger from everywhere. Well, for me, I, I was factoring in Zach, Zach Levine because he can dunk, dribble, shoot from range. It's horse. You have to be able to dunk. Well, yeah, if it's dunking, then, yeah, I'll probably put up. Yeah, Levine's probably a good one, actually. Levine or LeBron. Levine, or Levine would actually care about these sorts of trophies as well. And probably no regard whatsoever for real accolades. Can't play defense either, so that doesn't that doesn't work against him in horse. So that's that's good. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like the idea of having dunking in the, uh, in the Squid Game-esque hypothetical. I don't know. Uh, for me, it was shot making. I was going to take Jason Capono. <laughs> I remember NBA. I think it was NBA Live two, 2009, where they had the All Star Weekend on those games. Oh God, I spent some hours on that. And Capone from, I think he was playing Charlotte at the time. Mate, oh. nothing but green lights on that release. Bang. Nothing but green with Capone. <laughs> what a legend! All right, well, okay, we didn't know uh, that. That didn't go as well as I thought it would. So let's go to uh, let's go to 
Let's go to on the rack then. On the rack, if, for people not not familiar, essentially you get a certain amount of points. The uh, more shots in the row, the counter goes up, and when you miss, you have to deduct the amount on the counter from your points. So, I mean, if we're going, I don't know, where where will we go from? Probably probably a three point line shot. You know, pressure on the line. Obviously, when you miss, there is the chance of death. Where 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 do we rank? Lillard. Uh, the, the current NBA players that are a bit more cold-hearted. Lillard. Um, yeah, Lillard would be up there. But, I, I mean, I hate to be the boring one again, but Steph Curry, <laughs> Steph, Curry <laughs> Steph Curry or Kevin Durant, I mean, the amount of threes that Steph Curry would shoot per day would be fucking ridiculous. And I, I, I think even with a gun to his head, although he does have a small family, he does have a young family. That could factor into his nervousness. This is what I was thinking. KD's I got think a little bit less... Be- Stressing out about his wife and kids at home. I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you brought it up. I think that maybe that would just get inside his head. He's got a little bit more on the line. And uh, in the words of the great Max Kellerman, give me Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's Iguodala even done for his career? Answer me that. No. So literally answer me that. Besides, besides actually be fucking LeBron James's doormat, and then just, <laughs> and then then get given a friggin' Finals MVP out of mercy or pity or whatever they whatever they decide to give it to him. Finals MVP holder, a three-time ring winner, two-time All NBA, one-time All Star. Mate, he's done. Not it Not to all. mention a bitch, bitch when he frigging got traded from Golden State and refused to play. Like threw his threw his toys out of the cot. Oh, my mummy, I'm not playing unless I play for Golden State. That's, uh, get, that's get, when you know oh, you're too good back. because you're like you know what? I don't even need to show up. Get me back to Golden State, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, that's probably fair enough. He, uh, but when you're that seasoned in, in the league, you really just don't need to show up. It seems to be in the Philly blood. If you don't want to play, then just don't don't show up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other uh, any other childhood games you guys want to throw up to the Squid Game uh, hypothetical here? One on one. Oh, the the one on one king would either be Kevin imagine Durant. playing King Queen to the death. Or Joel Embiid, maybe? He'd be hard to yeah. stop on the back down. Imagine watching uh, Nikola Jokic play one on one and then he gets <laughs> it at the uh, and then he gets it at the elbow and he stands there just just holding the ball out to air for fucking 30, 30 seconds and just there's no one there for the handoff. What does he do? The fake handoff, you mean. He just he's just giving fake handoffs when the defender's just like, mate, there's no one there. Shoot a hook shot. Bang. Done. I reckon Giannis would be a fair one on one. Player, even though he doesn't have a jump shot, he just just overpower you. And when he's on defense, he's a lockdown. Well, yeah, and Actually, I guess he ta- I guess when he takes two steps side to side, he goes from one side of the key to the other. So that's fairly hard to defend. And his arm reaches across three meters. So yeah, he's probably a good one. What about okay. a game of like Duck Duck Goose or something? <laughs> <laughs> duck Duck Goose. That's got Pat Beverly all over it. I reckon. He yeah, just... old Marcus Smart, one of those scrappy types that's just always on the ground, gets up quick, you know, yeah. runs around like a dickhead, and an annoying type player as well. Yeah, that would be. I'd watch it. Um, <laughs> that's that's for sure. I think that's pretty much it for the uh, NBA season preview. I for one, um, very excited for this season to start. Been been a long time coming. As soon as it finishes, really, I'm just ready, ready to get straight back in. Any parting hot takes, boys? Who do we think? Who do you think is going to be the surprise team or team or player for the year? Any any uh, any hot takes on that one? Charlotte will be very interesting to watch. They've got Lamelo Ball's so flashy and stylish how the way he plays, and PJ Washington will be 
taking out his anger on the ring for all that alimony he's paying. So. <laughs> Hey, don't worry about PJ. He's a, he's a, he's a lock. I love uh, Miles Bridges as well. I mean, here comes Lamella Ball with his hair on fire. Miles! Wow! That will be exciting, and I love how everyone hated Lamella Ball back, you know, two or three years ago. Even when he was in the NBL, people didn't really like him. But the way he plays now, it's so good to watch, and just his some of his passes, like that left hand flick he did the other day uh, in the preseason game. Jesus Christ. He just he's doesn't stylish. give a shit. Like he, he you know, he just tries shit or I don't know if it just comes naturally to him, but some like some players wouldn't do that. Like he's just on the dribble, just caught it on his left hand, bang, whipped it. There's probably people out there that could do that, but they just don't have the balls and he does. So I like that. I reckon my pick for a team, just a random one, by the way, that's going to kind of drop out of the fa- of favor. I reckon um, Atlanta, they, they overperformed last season. I think they finished fifth or sixth in the East. I reckon they're they you know they're going to drop off. Trey Young's still going to be good, but we'll see what happens. And in terms of a team or a player that's going to exceed expectation, he's already got pretty big expectation. But Michael Porter Jr., I think we touched on it earlier. I think he's going to skyrocket into All Star territory this season. Mm. After that contract he got, he would uh, he would want to. It's uh, getting the max when you've only played that many games is is risky, but he does does have it all there. For me, I'm I'm quite interested to see how Chicago goes. I don't know whether the way it's built means they are going to be very good. That's why I'm interested, I guess. It's uh, a bunch of good names that I think could work all in front of them to see how they go. They've got about three all-stars in their team and Lonzo Ball running the points. So could be anything. Killing it in the summer league, which means they're definitely going to not make the eight. <laughs> the Carlton, the Carlton Blues of the NBA. Okay, well, I reckon we leave it there, boys. That's the uh, that's a preview done. Episode one in the books. I look forward to uh, continuing to talk about hot button topics with you guys, and uh, <laughs> you'll uh, you'll let me know that you believe the teams ranked first will will win. As uh, as long as Simmons is being a bitch, we'll have something to talk about. So we'll have, we'll get more momentum than Philly. Uh, I look forward to waking up to the next basketball forever post tomorrow morning about Simmons. So uh, thanks thanks for listening all, and uh, thanks guys. Thanks all. Thanks, Kitty.